Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Build to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio. As always, joined by Randy Angston with no beard. What's up? <laughs> with no beard. Yeah. <laughs> Clean shave, cleaner shaven. Yeah, you know, I talked to Jerry Washak today. Yeah, is he making fun of me again? No, he was kind of he was kind of bummed. He was kind of mad at you. Because <laughs> I left the beard gang? No, no, he's mad at you. He's like, man, I didn't realize Randy was such a good looking guy. <laughs> he was really ugly with that beard and now he shaved it off and he's actually a good looking. Like I thought maybe he was growing the beard out could you cover up his ugly face <laughs> but man well, that's funny I, I think i think i actually turned red on that one <laughs> not what i expected but uh oh, thanks jerry. Oh, jerry appreciate that one brother he'll he'll hear this too oh yeah so. he will uh quick announcement everybody we have our last and final i guess that's the same thing last yeah and fi- final 2020 cla workshop it's now uh, officially scheduled for december 3rd and 4th that's a Thursday, Friday, and that's that page is now open for registration, so you're going to be hearing us talking about it. What's the URL for that? <laughs> Winninggym.com slash workshop. Okay, final one for the year. So give people a reason why this is a, probably the best time to do it. Well, I mean, we don't know what January is going to look like, but we know January you know, is a, typically the bread and butter months of fitness, right? We're walking into the resolutioner crowd and- mm-hmm. As health continues to become the focus, or you know, more and more focus is shed on health as a whole. I think this we could see a really big, yeah, beginning. You know, Q one coming up. So, absolute last time you can have a system like this in your business before the leads come into your business. Perfect, which is the right way to do things. So, join us for that workshop. Put this system into play, and then you have it, and it'll do all your lead and client nurtures from that point forward. Yep, perfect. So, don't miss that one. Last one of the year. So this episode today, guys, we're gonna we kind of had a little conversation before this podcast talking about success and and why some people succeed and why why the I guess the world around us is developed and designed to keep you at average. Yeah, I think that there's there is it's a an overall societal thing where the masses move towards and whether comfort complacency average is a, is a good way of putting it, but it takes a little bit more if you want to be successful. Well, you know what's funny. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. if everybody was successful, then that is the average. Yeah, it would be the new average. Right? Isn't that interesting how that works? Well, but but it, what we define success correct. versus what is average or maybe below average, it's probably what everybody else would, would agree to, I mean, at some level. Sure. So funny story is um, I went to school in a small town. I mm-hmm. went to school in Monroe, Louisiana. Shout out to the uh, ULM Warhawks, ranked number two as the worst college football team this year. So come on, guys. <laughs> I, think, I think they're 0-5 now. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, they got beat up. So whatever. It's a rebuilding year. <laughs> Decade. So I was in a small town, and I come from Phoenix. You know, what Proper. is this? Yeah. The Valley. The Valley of the Sun. <laughs> I come from this area that's, it's. I think it's the fifth largest yeah, city so. in the United States. And so I'm used to seeing a lot of people. I'm used to seeing 
skyscrapers and, you know, big business and fancy cars and all this stuff. And it's just kind of what is around it. So I go to the small town in Monroe, Louisiana, and I love it out there, by the way, mm-hmm. the South. Oh, so great. Food's awesome. Yes. But as I got to know people, the locals, the people that are, grew up in that town, and I started really looking at what their parents did and what they did. And even after I came home and several years after, I would see the people in that town doing the same things that their parents did and living the same lives that their parents did or their generations of family did. And, they're, and they really never, quote unquote, make it. But there are those people that are from there, they move out of, out of that town and they become very successful. <laughs> you know what's ironic? What's that? I had the same exact belief growing up. I mean, I grew up, I graduated from Woodstock, Illinois. Okay. So those of you who know Woodstock, Fun fact about Woodstock, uh, that's where Groundhog's Day was filmed. Oh, so Bill Murray. Every single day, the same <laughs> thing over and over for a lifetime okay. is exactly how I looked at that town. And I had that exact thought as I was, you know, coming towards graduation, what's next? I knew that that was not the area that I wanted to stay in for the limited potential in my eyes, right? And which is kind of an epiphany because a lot of people Absolutely. don't see it. They Absolutely. don't see that. Okay, so you noticed it even young. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, when when I started, because I've always tried to be pretty aware, right? And I've, I've been, I, I've always considered myself pretty intelligent and I was told, you know, oh, you should be an engineer or a computer programmer, or, you know, all of these different well, things. Jerry, Jerry that, thinks you should be a model. Well, all right, Jerry, I'll go model. <laughs> I'll be the face of Fit and 42 for you. But uh, <laughs> we, um, uh, you know, in those career paths mm-hmm. typically equated to, you know, larger income. And so my whole kind of forecast for myself was, okay, this is the potential. This is the threshold. This is where I should be in alignment with. And so I think right off the bat, I looked at other options if I didn't get away or what are my parents doing, my friend's parents doing, what are my friends or my parents' friends doing, everybody in that area, right? Like what is the next generation's job or how close are they to where they were? All of that stuff came into play. And it seemed to me like if you wanted more than average or basically filling your parents' shoes, you have to either either go towards the city mm-hmm. or elsewhere, right? The, the income in that, that rural area it's was strange. Just... It's strange. Well, and you mentioned this, and this, this was what kind of makes a lot of sense is your vision of success as a somebody in a small town, or maybe just think about your group of friends and the people you surround with, because, you know, we speak to everybody and, you know, maybe in a big town, you may be in a small town, mm-hmm. but if you're listening to this show, I would venture to guess that you're probably much more successful than a lot of the people around you. I would agree. Because business ownership is, well, that's why you're listening to the show because you're a gym owner or you're a business owner, but that path is not average. That path is outside the norm and everything in your world is built against you. Uh And, And it's interesting. Everything is to support the mediocre so let's go into some examples. We were talking about this earlier. Let's think about health and fitness for a second. Mm-hmm. It is wildly acceptable to eat McDonald's. Sure. Convenience, fast food, just just grab and go without any rep- like understanding of the repercussions, right? I mean, even if, not even necessarily McDonald's, but packaged food, processed foods. But it's wildly acceptable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Healthy food is hard it's, health- or expensive. But the vice versa is where when you eat healthy, like in a restaurant, so you go go out with your friends from high school and mm-hmm. you go out to a restaurant, everybody's 
ordering crap and then you order off the menu and say, hey, I just want some steamed broccoli, some, some oh, yeah. salmon, everybody gives you a hard time. And again, it's stacked against you. You're going outside, you're going upstream. Sure. On yeah, the, I was just in the same analogy. You're going against the grain yep. because the norm is unhealthy. The norm is average. The norm is um, mediocre in debt in a job you, you go to work and you hate every day and you, you just go. And that's life. And everybody says, oh, that's life. Is that is that the difference between, you know, taking the, the path of least resistance and like the easy path versus, Definitely. right, Definitely. you know, making a decision. And we talk about this and I talk about this with business owners that call in with us. Go, Here, here's everything. This is what you say you want. This is the path that we have. This is the results of those that have taken that option. Ultimately, you need to make the choice. I can only, again, you can lead a horse to water type of thing, but it's it's your choice to make. And the easy path is to continue doing what you're doing. The mm -hmm. difficult path is accepting the fact, okay, I need to do more work to get to where I want to be. I need to take, I need to do something different. Align myself with different beliefs, align myself with different people. Absolutely. You're the average of the five people mm -hmm. you hang around with the most. And that's, that couldn't be more true. It's so crazy how. It couldn't be more true. You, okay. So here's a great example. You hear about the athlete that breaks out of the small town, maybe he was mixed up with the wrong crowd. He goes to the NFL and he's with his team in training camp and he's doing great. And then maybe he gets injured and then he goes back home and now he's surrounded by those people and he falls back into the trouble. Old habits, yep. And he goes to jail or gets arrested. Well, you see it. I mean, even with, with mainstream celebrities and ath mainstream athletes, even when they're back playing in their, their local town or something. You know, like it's always the local area where the guy ends up with the, the gun in the club and get, you know, mm. like why? You know what I mean? It's because of the, the people in the, yeah, it's sure. your area of influence that's home based in, in a way. And, you know, that level of influence I think is. So, so if we neutral. know this to be true, sure. if we know this to be true, as you listening in, as you know this to be true, what are you doing about changing the environment that you're in? I could tell you what we just did. Yeah. We just took a giant leap into a new mastermind group. Gentleman Todd Brown, who we look very highly upon. We we really respect him. And, Those of uh, you that attended the fitness summit heard yeah, from Todd. Yep. So the fitness growth summit. And you know, it's a giant investment. Yeah. But I could tell you that I wanted to put myself and you in the same room, in the same conversations as people that are much more successful and much further along than us. I could tell you without a shadow of a doubt, we're probably in the lower third of that entire organization, of, of that mastermind. Sure. And if you're the best or most successful or the smartest or most intelligent person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Absolutely. So we shelled out, you know, our investment today and we are joining that group. And for a lot of reasons, one, we totally respect Todd and what he's doing, but two, it's to surround ourselves with that higher level thinker um, so we could advance, you know, because you get to a place like we are and we're just kind of there and we don't yep. want to be there anymore. We want to keep going. Yep. And so, and that, and that's the same thing for you as a gym owner. Who, What are you doing and what investments into your business, into your personal life are you making to advance? Or are you just doing the same thing every day? Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. 
So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, that's the, that's the question, that I, the conversation I have consistently with gym owners. And it's what, what do you want out of this? What is this doing for you as an individual, as your family, as a business owner? You know, there's all these pillars of life. You know, is it checking the boxes of your happiness? Is it providing you with the life that you wanted as you made a difficult decision to become well, a gym owner? Well, it's a, it, I think that's even too far down the road for people to realize. Is this checking the boxes that makes me happy or is it knowing that what I'm doing isn't working and if I do this instead, I can get all those other check boxes filled. So that decision for us to go to top one sure. was because we want more Yeah, and we feel like that's the path to get there. Uh, same thing for, for the people talking to you on the private client coaching calls, getting on to, to come on board with us. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is not working for them. They they give you the list of all the things and here's the things that we can do for them, but they have that trouble making that decision. Yeah. So I think about what I did when I made that decision just over the weekend. I talked to you. Yep. I talked to our buddy, John. Yep. Talked to Aaron. Yep. And I knew every time that we grow, as a business at Pulse, at ProFit or whatever, personally, it's because of the groups I'm in. Sure. It's just that easy. So when I joined the SDS way, way, way back, we made some strides. When we joined uh, Russell Brunson's mm -hmm. um, group, we made some strides. The the little coaching programs in between, you know, Dan Henry and Bailey and all these folks that we invested in. Yep. Joel and those guys, we made we made little steps. Yep. Little for, you know, little steps. But the big steps were the masterminds, were the big coaching programs, was all that stuff. I completely agree. And so that's what made the decision easy for us. Mm -hmm. It wasn't easy to write the check. Hell no. <laughs> that one stings. <laughs> but it's but in a way, you, that's kind of because and and I'll, we'll vouch, right? Like we we've done this and we've there's a reason that we are big on helping other gym owners grow. And that's because we've aligned ourselves with the same thing from those that we look mm -hmm. to and aspire from, right? Like the Todd's individuals in his groups and the Russell and the individuals in those groups. You can't say, hey, cool, I want all of this and then not be willing to do anything that it takes to get in that seat. Right. And that's, it, it works backward, you know, almost backwards. People are always like, oh, well, you know, I'll invest in that in once a mastermind I once I get there. Well, no guys, like it's designed to help you get there. That's and, right. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing when somebody walks in the gym. Like I need to get in shape before I before hire, I can walk in the gym. Yeah, before I hire a trainer. Exactly. Coach, coaching is the opposite, and it's that's the the I think the difficult connecting of the dots is the fact that sometimes you need a fresh set of eyes. Sometimes you need influence from others that have done done and gone down the path before you. We get in a routine. 
Every one of us does it. You know what I mean? Our business can sometimes seem cyclical, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're not focused on the forward, what it takes to do to make that next step, yeah, you end up doing the day-to-day repetition yeah, without yeah. without pushing and striving for more. And that's exactly why we're talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this epiphany that we had years and years ago, but it keeps happening, right? You're like, well, we're at this place. We need a breakthrough. What can we do? Well, we can do this, this, and this. Let's, you know, let's join a group. Let's do different coaching. Uh, con- continuously improving. That That's it. Yeah. Continuously improving. And so this kind of goes back to the the law of average that the world set up around you is there's ways out. There's Absolutely. ways out of being average. And that might mean moving out of your small town and mm-hmm. starting a new life. That might be one. That might be taking that big risk. It might be joining the the coaching groups. And but there's there's a way. And I think unfortunately in the fitness industry of all maybe internet marketing might be worse. <laughs> maybe. But what I was saying is there's some scumbags out there. Absolutely. There's the people that take people's money and don't give them any value and they and they kind of like screw them over yeah. in a way. They don't try to help. They don't do anything for them. And then they disappear, mm-hmm. right? And, and so that makes it difficult. And so a lot of gym owners are tainted and they're- Yeah, they've got a bad taste in their jaded, mouth. Jaded. Jaded, great yeah. word, yeah. Jaded and they just, they're not willing to do it all again. You know, I've already got burned once. You know, we hear it all the time. Why is that? I, I, literally every single call, somebody somebody that they've worked with, whether it be a, a past coach, a past- uh, ad guru or marketing expert or something. Those two are like synonymous, like you said. Mm-hmm. Somebody has a bad taste in their mouth. And full disclosure, I don't know if it was the fact that, you know, the expectation was wrong. Maybe the company did 100% of what they said that they were going to do or, or that they were capable of doing. Maybe they overperformed. But the expectation in the consumer's eyes, in the gym owner, is that they should have done more or they needed to do more. I think that some of that lately with the internet marketing is is starting to shift. The responsibility isn't so much that the expectation from the internet marketer is a bad thing. It's just that we've been so spoiled for so long that where our expectations are what we saw in 2015 when it comes to Facebook lead gen, when we live in a different society, you know, five years, six years later, it's entirely different. Well, yeah. And if, and if, you're confused about what that means. Go back to that episode we just did on the the numbers, the analytics of the mm-hmm. campaign and understand that even with higher cost for leads, there's still revenue to be made and there's return on investment. We could actually return on ad spend, ROAS. And yeah, and that I guess the playing field's definitely changed in regards to the cost to play. Yeah. And yeah, they were spoiled, but there's plenty of gyms that never even were in business at, at 2015. Yep. So they wouldn't, not, maybe 2016, but- you know, maybe they just started in 2019. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know. Sure. And they've got burned. Oh, there's, too. A, yeah. And by no means am I trying to say that they're, you know, there, there are absolute scumbags in both of these industries. I mean, it's, it's prevalent. I mean, we, we see it on a day. And you kind of hear basis. the same ones over and over. Oh, day. absolutely. I mean, there's names that I won't throw out that, I mean, I know for a fact I feel bad when somebody signs up with them. Mm-hmm. And it's just because, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of people have mentioned some of these names. And they've been burned. And they've been burned. And their gyms are in disarray because of it. The, yeah. I mean, like, like to, to the point where they're personally hurt. I mean, I've heard people say some, some things that, uh, I mean, there is some personal pain with some of the ways that, that some of these relationships have gone down. Yeah, and that's scary because, again, well, I mean, we're dealing with you guys' lives here. You know, your business is not just something that you show up for work. It shouldn't be something that you just show up for work every day or whenever you want. Right? This, it carries over. I mean, this impacts your day-to-day everything yep. when you 
when you put pour your you know heart and soul into families it. too family hell yeah, yeah. parents kids Dude, i mean what is the number two right finances financial is number one reason for divorce i think number, health number one is financial financial yeah you know now imagine all of that responsibility being on there as well burn it sucks well, here's, here's your wake-up call, everybody. You've got, uh, you're in quarter four, 2020, probably a really odd year, not a normal year. Hopefully, it, it settles back into the way it used to be. The normal norm? Yeah, the normal, <laughs> the old normal. <laughs> yes. The or, old no, Make the old normal new again. Yes. But you're at a cross, like many of you at a crossroads. You could continue doing what you're doing, and if you continue doing what you've always done, you'll always continue you get to get result. what you get, right, what you got. Or you can make decisions to change. Maybe it's your your circle you're in. Maybe it's your model of gym. Maybe you've been doing the same model for 10 years and you know what? The writing's on the wall. You need to make a change. We had a coaching call with a very well-known you know, franchise yeah. and very successful guy. Mm -hmm. And he, he brought his team on and what he's been doing, he's, he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, Tim, you know, you've obviously done the small group training thing for a long time. I just really need to bounce ideas and questions. And so we did some coaching calls, great, smart guy, great team, uh, brought J Zach on the yeah. call, talk about the program design and how we, we do that with our small group training. But he's at a point where if he continues to do what he's always done, he'll continue to get what he's always got. And he's like, no, I want more. And he, he thinks that things have changed. So small group training is for him. He, mm -hmm. every, every check box is checked on sure. that, on that deal. <laughs> That makes it's complete sense. And mo for most of you listening, if you're in a large group model, in a boot camp model, you may see the same things. You may see the writings on the wall that's a failing, failing business model, and it's time to change a semi-private training, something that we do very, very, very well in training and changing people over into semi-private training. Most of the time, there's no negative. It's only in our head. Yeah. It's in our head. Yeah. What, it's a perception. My clients won't pay that yeah. or w they don't want that. They sign up for this and we can't change them into that. It's in your head. We just finished up coaching with a, with another gym. A same exact thing. So he goes, I've been wanting to change for three years into semi-private training. <clears throat> he gave me every reason why yeah. it wouldn't work. He was, he did it. Cost too. I mean, that was a big one. He, I know he had a lot of reservations around his we're already, marketplace. We're already Market. the highest in the, in, in the area. Um, how am I going to charge twice what I'm charging now? I'm like, do this, this, and this. And he's doing it. Yeah, he's and, doing it. And crushing. Doing very well. Doing very well. So uh, a lot of upside for that. So guys, if that's you, you can make some decisions. You can do it alone. That's, that's an absolute choice for you. You can do it alone and go through all the headaches of doing that. Or you can hire somebody else to help you with that. Or you can hire us to do that with you and hold your hand through the process and ask, uh, answer the questions for you and guide you. But if you don't change, you're going to be in the same spot next year and the year after and the year after. And is that where you really want to be? So, And that's a good point. I mean, because you always have a choice. You always have a choice, no matter what, right? And indecision is a choice. Hiring a coach, what, nine times out of 10, what you're paying for, guys, is like the confidence and comfort of knowing this person's done what I'm trying to do, which is peace of mind, but you're buying time and speed. You know, that, that's going to be implemented into your business a hell of a lot, lot faster than when you're out there trying to do this on your own. And then you learn all of the struggles or all of the things that there are things that have to happen or will come, come up. And if you don't know how to handle certain things, how those discussions are going on, how the transition should happen to, you know, from your branding and your external side to your internal clientele, all of this stuff has been figured out. 
If you want help with it, that's what a coach is there for. You know, it's funny. This is the thing that we do the most. When we Absolutely, get our yeah. when our, we get our p- private clients, um, we work with them. This is what they want the most. They want to change their model from large group to small group. How do I do it? What's the price points? How do I lay it out? How do I roll it out? What's the launch look like? And every gym's a little different. Every gym's a little different. And the two, three guys that I'm thinking of right off the top of my head, three gyms, they've been wanting to do it forever. We did it in eight weeks. That's the thing. That's the thing. How long does it take you not only to make the decision for yourself, but to actually do what it takes to get it done? I would say most, I mean, these, these guys have probably been thinking years. about it for years. 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 And maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. And it's okay because that's normal, right? I mean, that's, it's a tough decision sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's actually not. If you really look at all the pros and cons of moving semi or from large group to semi private, it's obvious. It's the, it's the fear of the unknown. I mean, ultimately, I mean, we just did the same thing, right? And uh, for ourselves, I mean, our investment towards our future growth. I mean, we don't have necessarily, uh, an, an, I don't want to say it, like an understanding of like the transition that we're trying to make or what ne- the next step actually looks like for our business, right? Nobody's showing us the dollars and cents on why this makes sense. We just know that we want more. Mm-hmm. In that transition, like we we know through simple math and large group to small group, that transition is a giant win. Like you said, almost zero downside every time. Yeah, I'll give you the downside right now. I'll get. I'll tell you the one thing that you can't you can't fix this. It's more fun most of the time to train in a large group, like for the coach's sake. It's fun. You the energy's high. There's 50 people flying around sweating, you know, the energy's crazy that you can't match that necessarily in a small group setting, but everything else is a pro. That's the only con because it's, well, it's easy. It's, it's easy to train in a large group. What are we here to do? We're here to get results for our clients the best way that we can. We're here to grow and we're here to make money doing it, which is a perfectly beautiful thing, guys. It's not a bad thing. So, so there you guys have it. You got some options. Look at your surroundings, look at your model, look at uh, the town you're in, whatever it is that, that keeps you from being successful. Or the people you're hanging out with in a small group, or like, you know, your, your personal network. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, you are, maybe you have everything that you need to be successful, but on the weekends, you're completely distracted by the people you're spending time with that are deterring you. You know, the growth and decay that I talk about consistently. Are you progressing? Are the conversations with those people about what's next in life? Or are you sitting down over a couple of beers talking about your high school, you know, winning days or all of that? That because you see that type of stuff. That's that small town mentality. It's you know, this was the awesome. This is the the married with children. Yeah, I was just gonna Al, say Al, Al Bundy. Al Bundy yep. scored four touchdowns in a game. <laughs> or, or Napoleon Dynamite with uh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Man, if Coach would have put me in the fourth quarter, we, we would have won that state championship. But don't be, you know, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy because that guy is the one that's living in the past. He doesn't have a plan for the future. Yeah. The future's bright, guys. There's so much out there, so many big things. We're making moves. It's time for you to make moves too. If you need our help, jump on a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Get on with Randy and see if we can't uh, show you the light, show you the way. Um, Guys, until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 
10 fitness marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.